Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am actually just kind of hitting record today and allowing the Lord to take the mic and share what He wants to share through me. So let's dive in. Hey, friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. So I am fresh off of a trip with my mom. We went to Santa Fe um, Thursday last week, and I'm recording this Tuesday. But So we were gone from Thursday till Sunday. And this was my mom's first like completely sober trip. Um, and yeah, it was just really, really, really awesome. Um, I actually wanted to talk about something that someone asked on the Facebook group, which was, how do I stop feeling like my life re- revolves around not drinking? And I thought that was such a good question because immediately it made me think about like, what is the difference between sobriety and recovery? And I like did not know the difference for a long time. Um, you know, probably until like now, now that I'm completely sober from all substances. Um, if you haven't heard the podcast before, I have, um, been sober from alcohol since January 1st, 2020. But, um, I was still struggling to quit smoking marijuana, um, up until, 20, like November or October or November, um, of 2022. So yeah. And I'm recording this, it's April 25th. So almost six months, um, completely sober from all substances. So I wasn't like smoking marijuana heavily, like every day or anything like that. But when I would get like, um, overwhelmed or just, you know, when I would just start thinking about it too much, um, I would end up smoking weed. And to me, um, you know, I discovered that it was kind of like the same as binge drinking. It was just like I had switched substances to something that seemed less bad. Um, but I still like, as soon as I would smoke, I would immediately start thinking about, how I wish I wouldn't have. (laughs) And then it would just, it would kind of be a waste of time because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I would, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I would just like get into prayer and I would just, you know, it would, 
it would not be a fun time. And then the next day I'm, you know, of course, repenting and um, like wanting to, you know, turn away again. Um, so anyways, it was just this, you know, vicious cycle, much like binge drinking is. It's this vicious cycle of, you know, thinking that it's going to be one thing and then, you know, you do it and then it's not. Um, so <laughs> back to back on the trail. Um, I went off on a rabbit trail. But the difference between sobriety and recovery, it's kind of like sobriety is like abstinence. It's just like not drinking or not smoking or, you know, it's, it's abstaining from something, right? Or that's at least how I define it. I'm not looking at like a Webster's dictionary, but sobriety to me is like not drinking or not smoking. That is what I think sobriety is. So recovery is yes, sobriety, but it's also like emotional, mental, spiritual healing. So it's like going on a journey of, you know, healing from the things that you've been avoiding um, through the use of substances. And you, you know, for a while, I had no idea what that was because I was still continuing to numb out occasionally. Um, and so I never quite hit that breakthrough. Um like I have now that I have completely, you know, let go of all substances. Um, yeah, so recovery is like literally like rebuilding your life um, and creating like a new life, you know, um, and healing from the things like past hurts and anything like, you know, that, you know, something that I'm discovering right now is that, or, you know, I have discovered is that, using that substance, whatever it is, you know, whatever vice of choice you're using, it's fulfilling a need. And, you know, I, for a long time, I had no idea that I had needs. I'm like, yeah, I need food. I need a roof over my head. Um, you know, those basic, basic needs. Um, but what I've discovered is if you, if you can stop and think about like, what it is that ends up leading you into, you know, binge drinking or smoking or whatever your vice is, if you can discover what that need is that you're trying to fill, you can find a new way to fill that need um, that's going to be, you know, way more beneficial, right? So I'm going to give you some examples because this might help. But so, for example, you know, one of my needs was or what I would be seeking would be like an escape, right? An escape from my circuit, my certain <laughs> circumstances, I would need an escape. And so that's why I would smoke, for example. Um, and, and even when I would drink, that would be because I would want to escape my reality. And so when I dig it a little bit deeper, what I discovered is what I really needed was like some solitude, some peace of mind, and, you know, finding a way to have like constructive solitude. And so that I think is why my morning routine has become so important to me um, because what I really wanted was some, you know, like 
some quiet space all to myself, like some peace, some like, again, solitude. And I could cultivate that solitude with or by um, waking up early and having like that morning hour when it's, you know, it's so calm. It's like the calm of the day before the chaos begins. And I'm able to have like some real intentional, deep um, connection with myself and with God. And um, I think really that is what I wanted out of the escape um, was this to connect deeper with myself and with God. Um, And so, yeah, so instead of, you know, doing that, instead of blacking out or, you know, getting high, um, I now, you know, do my morning routine. That's a way to fill that need of solitude and like space to myself. Um, and then another one, what I realized was that, um, another reason like that I think that I would want to drink or want to smoke is because like my friends, um, or family would be drinking or they'd be smoking and I would think that the only way that I could connect with them was by using the substance. So I would think that drinking meant that I would be able to connect deeper with another human, which isn't true. You know, um, it's like a false sense of connection. And then, of course, you don't remember <laughs> once you get to a certain point. You really don't even remember that connection. Um, and so now... I've realized that the need I have is for like intentional, deep connection with other humans. Um, And so, you know, I can cultivate that, you know, by, you know, realizing what that means for me, like by having some intentional connection with someone, I I want them to be sober because that's how we can truly connect. Like I want to have deep conversation. And that means, of course, that I have to be vulnerable Um, and you know, it takes time. So it's not always like, all right, we're going to have this intentional deep connection time. Tell me everything about you. Tell me your heart's deepest desires. Tell me what keeps you awake at night. You know, maybe, maybe we get there, but that's not always the case. But so you have to kind of cultivate how, what's that going to look like? Like maybe that means instead of meeting my friend or family member, um, at a bar or, you know, at a family gathering where we're not really able to connect as deep as I want to. Um, or maybe we do still, but anyways, so instead of meeting at a bar, maybe I meet them, um, earlier in the day, like at a coffee shop where we're, you know, we can be sober. They're not serving alcohol there. So that's not even an option. Um, and we're able to talk and, you know, have that deep connection, Um, or, you know, say it's with a, your spouse or, you know, your boyfriend or whatever, like communicating to them, like, Hey, you know, I would love for us to spend some time together. Um, just completely, you know, sober, um, on whatever night, or this is how many nights I want to do that a week. Um, and just asking, you know, sometimes all we need to do is ask for what we need, Um, and it's not always that easy, but you know, nobody's going to (laughs) know what you want unless you ask for it. So, um, yeah. And so maybe, you know, planning a date night that doesn't involve alcohol, you know, um, like rock climbing or 
I don't know, <laughs> get creative, think about it, you know, um, kayaking, um, yeah, just something that doesn't involve alcohol and pretty much anything cannot involve alcohol. It's just simply a choice that you make. Um, obviously probably not going to the bars because that's not going to be the, that's not going to be a really great environment, um, because you're just dealing with temptation constantly. So anyways, um, yeah. So tapping into those needs, using the triggers, like when you're starting to feel triggered to drink, like try to discover, like, what is it that you're actually needing? What is it that you need? Why are you trying to use this substance? What need is it fulfilling or filling for you? Um, that's kind of a part of recovery is figuring out like your needs, um, and obviously it goes way, way, deep, way deeper. You know, there's so many areas of your life that you may be neglecting or have neglected um, and, you know, chose to use a substance instead. So you could just continue to like avoid that area of your life that, you know, needs work, whether it's like finances, whether it's um, relationships, whether it's like personal goals, whether it's, you know, spirituality all these different areas that you know that like need some attention um, or maybe you don't know, but there's so many areas of our life that need attention and that we can cultivate to achieve deeper fulfillment, um, fulfillment that alcohol or substances could never, ever, ever, ever give us. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this quote that I made up maybe I heard it somewhere, but the antidote for addiction is connection. And I felt that so deeply on my trip with my mom um, because, you know, we went to these like cave dwellings that were like ancient, you know, Indian or Native American um, cave dwellings and like, you know, just discovering these amazing this amazing history um right in the our backyard we didn't have to travel you know to another country to you know discover this but yeah so we were connecting with nature you know being out in nature we we're connecting with um history you know my my great great grandpa great 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 grandpa i think um was like full-blooded cherokee indian um, and so, you know, yeah, we have Native American in our, in our blood, but my grandma was adopted and, um, my mom was 15 when she had me. And so, you know, uh, it was just, there's like a lot of like dysfunction, you know, kind of like from that, like from my grandma being taken away from her biological parents, um, because they, uh, couldn't, weren't taking good care of their children. I, I believe that they both were also alcoholics, um, so that like runs in our family, but so my, you know, my grandma and her siblings were taken from their biological parents and, you know, and then my mom, you know, had me, my, my grandma was a young mom. I think she was like 17 when she became a mom. My mom was a young mom. She became a mom when she was 15. Um, thank God I didn't become a mom until I was 33, but, um, yeah. So with my grandma being adopted, you know, she didn't know a ton about her history. Um, 
Oh my gosh, I don't even know where I was going with this. Um, I should go back and listen to my recording. Okay, so we were connecting with the history and, you know, like I we were connecting deeper with our own ancestry. Um, we were connecting with God. We were connecting with each other. We were connecting with other humans who are just out and, you know, um, like we met so many different people that were really like just, just awesome. And just cultivating these like authentic, um, relationships and these authentic conversations. And we were just like, so truly present. Um, yeah. So just like, again, the antidote for addiction is real connection. Cause I think that that's really what we want, but all along, you know, we've been connecting with this substance rather than connecting with ourselves with connecting with God with connecting with um you know the earth and like the world around us um so anyways I know I'm going off on a tangent but um I just wanted to talk to you guys today and um share a little bit about what's going on in my life and share a little bit about my what I'm, what I think the difference between sobriety and, um, recovery is and why sobriety isn't the end all be all, you know, truly it's recovery. It's recovering, you know, from the substance abuse, it's recovering the life that we want to live. Um, it's excavating like our true selves, um, and like becoming that and discovering like what we, really want in life and what God wants for us and what God created us for and starting to live more intentionally. Um, and special announcement, I am starting a new series and it's going to be called the fit free soul lifestyle series. And that's going to be starting next week. And as a part of that, I'll be announcing a special way for us to start working together. If you know, you've been resonating, um, with me and with the podcast, I want to take it a level deeper. Obviously we have the free podcast, uh, Facebook group, but if you are wanting, um, to work on a one-on-one -on -one level with me, I'm going to be announcing how you can do that, um, in next week's podcast. So, some exciting things coming up, um, but all in God's perfect timing. No need to rush. Um, yeah, so keep an eye out because that series is going to be out next week. And I look forward to talking to you guys then. I hope you have a blessed week um, and I'll talk to you soon.